Man, his presence is good, isn't it? It's just so good. So good. This week, um, the Father's been speaking so much to my heart um, and just walking me through what does it look like to abandon the regular, to get rid of what we think um, we're supposed to live our lives and looking at it um, and walking with him. Um, and I just feel it deep in my spirit that he is inviting us to more. He's inviting us to more. And he's calling us deeper into his mysteries. Um, he just wants us to look more into him, who he is. And he just wants to transform our lives. So I'm going to be reading from 1 Corinthians um, chapter 2. We're going to be looking through verses 9 and 14. And I'll let you guys get there for a second. All right, so verse 9, it says, This is why scriptures say, Things never discovered or heard of before, Things beyond our ability to imagine, These are the things that God has in store for his lovers. So God's wisdom is for his lovers. He wants, he wants to just share his wisdom with us. Verse 10 says, God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit, who is constantly exploring all things. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for the person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by the spirit of God. So we're going to break down verses 10 and 11 right here because I just feel like he wants us to just soak on what these verses are saying. So here it's talking about how we're given the Holy Spirit and... um, When we ask Jesus into our life, we have the Holy Spirit in us. Um, And the Holy Spirit gives us clarity and helps us comprehend um, the Father's inmost heart um, and deepest mysteries. So it says right here, I underline, who constantly explores all things. He's looking at all things. The Holy Spirit is constantly looking at all. I was laughing, talking uh, to Bailey yesterday, and she said, man, the Holy Spirit's a, a multitasker. I'm like, yes, he definitely is. He's always working. Um, but the Holy Spirit knows our every move and our every thought. And he knows the Father's every move and every thought. So he can help guide us um, into walking out and living out the Father's intent for our lives. Um, so when we don't know how to pray or um, the best things to ask, Scripture tells us that the Holy Spirit um, super intercedes on our behalf. He goes and he knows exactly what to pray for. Sometimes when we're in those moments of we don't know where we're at, we don't know what emotions we're having, we don't know what we're going through, but we can trust that the Holy Spirit has our back and he's constantly interceding. He's constantly talking to the Father on our behalf. Like, thank you, Jesus. By walking with the Spirit, we're walking with the Father. So we just get a glimpse of who he is constantly. So the Father's thoughts and secrets are fully known because of the Holy Spirit. So we have access to all of that because of him. 
Um, and because of the Holy Spirit, we begin to get a true revelation of who the Father is. So we start to see his character because um, who else knows him best than his spirit? It says that in the scripture, like our spirit knows us best and the Holy Spirit is God's spirit. So he knows him the best. So what better person to walk us through um, chasing after him and showing us what he looks like um, and how he moves and how he thinks and what he thinks about us. So verse 12 says, For we did not receive the spirit of the world system, but the spirit of God, so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. So when we're not of this world, when we have Jesus in our heart, and this world doesn't define who we are, it doesn't define us. God's wisdom intends for us to step into our true identity in Christ. Um, So stepping into our identity in him is viewing ourselves as he sees us. And we have a new glimpse of who we are in him, which is no longer that sin has a reign on us. Sin doesn't have any grip on us. It's all paid for. It is all paid for. So when we start to recognize and see ourselves in our true identity, it becomes easier and easier to receive and see God's grace in our life. He wants to lavish us in his grace. He wants to overwhelm us with his grace. Um, And that, like I said, it just becomes easier and easier um, when we see uh, the way the Father looks at us. So verse 13 says, And we can articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit, and not with the words taught by human wisdom. We join together Spirit-revealed truths and Spirit-revealed words. So kingdom realities are not accessible um, to worldly wisdom. It's not, it's not possible. It's only can we understand kingdom re- realities through the Spirit. So it talks about joining together Spirit-revealed truth, which is His written word, and Spirit-revealed words. So what does this mean? It means joining together what the Father reveals through the Holy Spirit in His word and what the Father reveals through the Holy Spirit um, in the words of when we're spending time with Him. He wants to teach us about Himself. So verse 14, someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's spirit for they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the spirit because they are are only discovered by the illumination of the spirit. So when we're following the spirit's guidance, it looks completely foreign to the world. Like the world has no idea. They're question everything about it because human level rejects the revelations of God's spirit. Because they don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So the world thinks with their logic and rather they think with their logic and their mind rather than like faith in their heart. We as believers believe with faith and with our heart. We don't think of logic. We use God's logic um, in all situations. So when we lean on him um, for his wisdom, we begin to stop questioning things we can't explain. Our minds become renewed. Because of the Holy Spirit, we now possess the perceptions of Christ's mind, and now we can implement his purposes here on earth. So we can think like the Father because of the Holy Spirit. How awesome is that? That he, he gives us a tool that we can become more like him and know more about him. Proverbs 25, we're going to jump to. 
and I'm going to be looking at verse 2 through verse 4. So verse 2 says, God conceals the revelation of his word in the hiding place of his glory. But the honor of kings is revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God has to say. So kings search out for that deeper meaning of all God has to say. Not some of it, all of it. The, the good and the hard to hear. We, that's what the king, we are searching out. We need to search out everything that God has to say. Even though it might be tough and it might be hard to hear at times. Um, but he conceals the revelation of his word for those who are actively seeking him to know his truth. So it says it, it shows the true character of the kings by how they're thoroughly searching out. It shows who you are um, by how much you're seeking out the Father, seeking out he knows your heart. So how many times have, have we read scripture just to check it off of our list? We don't consult the Holy Spirit. We just get in our word. We just read it. And we close our book because, okay, I got my quiet time done. It's done for the day. Um, but ask him, what did I just read? You need to ask questions as you're going. Because if we're trying to understand it under our logic, it can be misinterpreted. Misinterpreted? <laughs> Sorry. I had Noah have to correct me what I was saying. <laughs> but misinterpreted. Um, we can misinterpret what the Father is trying to teach us through the Scripture. Um, because we try and go on our own logic rather than asking the Spirit about it. And then verses can just become words. Like we can just look at them and be like, you know what? Man, you know, God gives me strength. That's awesome. I, that's That can encourage me. It almost becomes like an encouraging slogan when we look at it through our logic. Because we're walking around, it's like, yeah, God gives me strength. But do you truly believe that God gives you strength? Because that's what matters. The weight behind it. The Father behind it. That is what matters. Don't let scripture become an encouraging slogan for you. Let this transform your mind. Because that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. I know when I personally, if I get in my word and I don't have the Holy Spirit in it, I leave like unfulfilled. Like you don't, you, you don't uh, get what he wants to say out of it. But when I personally consult him about it, I ask for his guidance in my quiet time with him. It's life-giving. It's, he, he teaches you more about his thoughts of you. He teaches you more about his thoughts about others, about circumstances, about everything that he thinks about. I mean, this is obviously the most important book ever, and you guys know that. But it's just, man, we need to talk to him about it. And are we putting time into our quiet time as much as what we do with other stuff? We're so passionate about sports. We're so passionate about makeup and shopping and all of those things. And all that you put into that, are you putting that into your time with your father? Are you being passionate about your time with the father? Or are you just going, getting what you want out of it, and then walking away? Like, it's not transforming your mind at all. So verse 4 says, if you burn away the impurities from silver, a sterling vessel will emerge from the fire. Man, we could just leave on that note. But burn away impurities from our heart. He takes away what doesn't belong. Like, he refines us. He refines it. He's the refiner. He, um, he 
takes away those distractions that have blinded us, those lies that we used to cling to. Um, he takes those all away. So spending time with him, consulting the Holy Spirit, lies are revealed to us that we're believing that have bondage on us, that are holding us back, distractions that are holding us back. Um, and we start to reflect um, the true father in our interactions, which is so important. That's so important for the church is that we're really reflecting the true father. I mean, you, we can't just go around and say, yes, I'm a Christian and not walk it out. Like, cause then that's going to turn people from the church. They're not going to come running. I don't want to be around somebody who's not telling the truth or living the truth. Um, so he refines our being so we can usher his heart better in our lives. So how many of us, um, have taken the approach of the why me, Jesus? Why me? Why am I going through this situation? I know I've been there multiple times. Uh, but instead of questioning him I f- of the woe is me, why, why me, Father? Why am I going through this? I feel like the Father is is taking us to a place of Father um, asking him questions in a place of faith. So, Father, how can I partner with you in this situation? Like, man, this looks rough and it looks hard and it looks like I can't survive this almost in a sense. Sometimes our emotions get the best of us, but he wants us to ask him how we can partner with him. So father reveal what you're trying to teach me through this situation instead of me. Oh man, why am I going through this? Like instead let's change our attitude and focus on him and ask him how we should approach it. Because then we aren't going to go through the same situation. It's funny because sometimes he takes us through the same situation over and over and over and over and over again. It's because we still haven't learned. We still haven't learned. We still haven't talked to the Holy Spirit about it. Like he wants to heal you of it. He wants to bring you into his goodness. He wants you to walk out in that. He doesn't want you to walk out in the, oh, this makes me anxious or this makes me, and like, and I'm not trying to put down anybody's situations, but I'm just trying to um, point out that this is this is what the Father wants to do. He wants to walk it out with you. So what in, what in our lives, Lord, needs pruning? pruning? What's not of you? What's got to go? Because I know a lot of the times the enemy will try and creep in, and he tells you the lies of how God is... Use, how God is um, using the situation. So every situation can be viewed from a standpoint of joy when we're doing it with the father, because he has great plans in the end. It might stink going through it, but you have him right there and it ends up for your better because the next time you handle a situation, you're going to know exactly, you know what? The father told me not to partner with anxiety. I have discernment. I can see that that's happening. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to partner with the father through it, through the situation. So he takes, he takes out what's got to go, which I don't know about you guys, but I want him to get rid of what I don't need. That's for sure. Um, so some of us ask to go deeper and when the Lord actually does it, we begin to question it, um, because it's not how he's done it in somebody else's life and it's not how he's done it before. So it's like, okay, this is taking a little bit longer. Jesus, why is this taking a little bit longer? So we begin to start questioning him. But um, like I said, sometimes he puts us through those situations and again and again because he doesn't want us to miss the point. He's that good that he wants to take us through those situations so that he can teach us. He can grow us in that so we don't have to deal with that anxiety. We don't have to deal with those things that are not of him. He intends to heal always. That is his heart. 
That's his heart. So if we don't allow him to move because of our human understanding, we miss out on the glory of him. He can't be glorified if we make it about us and view it from our perspective. Um, I have been reading um, a book from Benny Johnson, and she put it this way, and I thought it was so good. And I've just been soaking on it, and it says, A miracle is like a tutor, a gift from God to show us what exists on the other side. If I experience a miracle and later revert back to the same doubt, complaining, moaning, and groaning, it's because I have not allowed the testimony of the Lord to have its full effect on the way that I think. Like, like, whoa. Um, in Psalms 119, 47 through 48, it says, My passion and delight is in your word. For I love what you have to say to me. I long for your revelation of your your truth. For I love the light of your word as I meditate on your decrees. Man, we so easily forget his truth. Sometimes, like, we go through situations and we see it and we forget that he's already done it before. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, for communion I've talked, and I feel like he was walking me through of, like, feeling, like, nervous to talk or nervous to show, like, Jesus, what are you, what do you want to speak about? I, I want to know that. What do you want to speak about? And then he'll wait to the, like, the last possible minute, but he always shows up. He always shows up. Definitely always shows up. But I so have easily forgotten that. I've forgotten that truth. I've forgotten like, hey, no, he showed up. He showed up. He always shows up. But we quickly go back to our human logic of, okay, Jesus, it's almost time that I've got to talk. So, like, can I have something here? So let's use his truths and lean into discernment to partner with his plans. I know at communion we were talking um all of us felt it in our spirits that this is such a time that God's wanting us to discern what's happening. So he's calling us into the more. He's calling us into the mysteries. He's wanting us to discern what's taking place. We're so quick to figure out things of this world and what's going on and the election and, you know, just like little worldly things. But we don't take the time to look out at the spiritual significances that are taking place. We're so lazy about it sometimes. We don't ask the Father about it. So, Papa, what ways are you moving right now? And how can I walk alongside you in that? Because it's so important. That's so important for the church. What are you doing in Marion right now? What are you doing in Marion? Is there somebody in their home that is contemplating suicide and needs you? Do we need to pray? Do we need to intercess right now for that person? We need to be partnering with those things. We need to train our mindsets to do this day in and day out because that's it's so important. So renewal of the mind is not just to think differently, it's to live differently. So going from a, okay, wow, that verse helps me a lot in this situation right now. Um, but not actually, we need to go to the point of like living that scripture out, living what the Holy Spirit's teaching us, walking that out, not just letting it, okay, 
this scripture just speaks right to me about my anxiety right now in this moment. But next time, tomorrow, I'm going to partner with anxiety again. No, he doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to renew your mind in him so that that isn't our mindset anymore. We're going to partner with him. So Jesus teaches us to, to encounter you regularly, constantly, eagerly, and fiercely because there's no better way. Show us the mysteries of your heart. Teach us to explore your heart completely and step out and act on your voice. I just, I feel it in my bones too that this is a time of unrestrained boldness. He's calling us into that. It's time to get rid of the fat. Let's go. Let's go straight with the unrestrained boldness. Um, just a couple of things I feel like he wants to speak into is he wants us to abandon our worldly logic. So what we've been talking about, abandon that worldly wisdom, get rid of it because it's not doing you any good. I promise. And abandon simple worship, go deeper. So if dancing's foreign to you, try dancing, try it out. Ask the father about it or Ask the Father, what does worship look like with you? It's not about us. The worship's not about us. It's not about whether it's five minutes or it's two hours long. It's only about his presence. That's the only thing that matters about it because we're worshiping him, not us. It's not for our fulfillment. I know um, Bailey shared with me too this week that uh, she felt like the Lord was calling her um, in her quiet time to listen to music that didn't have lyrics to it. And I'm like, wow, that's so good. Because sometimes we expect a song to bring this, like, his presence, and that's not how he works. That's not how he works. It's not based on the song that we sing. Granted, Jesus can speak through worship song. I'm not saying that. Um, but sometimes we get so caught up in the feeling of what that song brings and it's, that's not about it. It's about his presence. So abandon the routine of the same quiet time. I feel like he's calling us out into a new season of just seeking him out. I know, um, after having my daughter, I've been in a new season of kiddos. Like I texted my sister-in-law the other day. I'm like, oh my goodness, just put Boone down for a nap and my, and Miss Frankie puked. <laughs> all down my front as I sit down to do some quiet time and I'm just like me and I'm straining so much to hear from the father but sometimes quiet time doesn't look the same and it's crazy because I was discouraged and um, just like man I just want to spend time with the father and it's crazy I put the kids to bed and uh, Noah's asleep and I just kept Frankie just kept crying every now and then so I would pop her passing and which is funny because I think the father was just trying to keep me up and he spoke to me in the stillness. Like, it's, it's not straining. It's not straining. He wants to spend quiet time with us as much as we want to spend it with him. Um, and I feel like he's calling us into a, a place of abandoning the, the Father to move in the same way. So don't put God in a box. He moves in many ways. I know a lot of the times we look at situations and we're like, oh, you moved uh, this way in her life or that way in his life. And why aren't you moving like that in my life? He moves different ways. And that's the goodness of him is it's, it never looks the same. But it's always good. It's always good. And I know I, I've heard so many times it's like, oh, you know, young people, they don't listen to you. Or, you know, old people, they're stuck in their way. No. That's worldly logic. That's worldly logic. That's not, that's not how the Father works. That's not how He works. No. 
He can speak to someone who's stuck in their ways and totally wreck their heart. And he can speak to somebody who doesn't listen. He can wreck their heart. That's him. That's how he moves. He moves like that. So let's abandon what the world, like the worldly church, and let's get into the word and ask the father what he thinks about the church, because that's what truly matters, what he thinks about it. And he's calling us to abandon the comfortable. So he just get rid of the comfortable because sometimes he calls us to that uncomfy things. But like I said, it's, it's, um, it's just good when he does do that because in the end we become more like him because he's trying to teach us through that process. So again, just abandon the regular of life, just trying to get by. Like, let's get rid of that because he wants, like I said, he's calling us into this place of unrestrained boldness, being bold and going out. And I, I share all these things and I don't want you to immediately, sometimes we in, immediately go to the thoughts of like, oh man, I don't do this, or like the shame and the guilt, don't partner with that. Because I feel like the Father's calling us into a season of sifting. He wants to sift through what's not of him. He wants to get rid of it. He wants to get rid of our logic and start sifting through so we can see his logic in the end. Um, And I just feel like he wants to say too is just, we need to just make sure our hearts are postured on him. That's it. We can't mess it up if our hearts are on him. So talk to him. Ask him questions. Those are always um, good ways to just learn and grow in him. 